Welcome to Improv is No Joke podcast, where it's all about becoming a more effective communicator by embracing the principles of improvisation. I am your host, Peter Margaritas, the self-proclaimed chief edutainment officer of my business, The Accidental Accountant. My goal is to provide you with thought-provoking interviews with business leaders so you can become an effective improviser, which will lead to building stronger relationships with clients, customers, colleagues, and even your family. So let's start the show. Welcome to the very first Improv is No Joke podcast. My name is Peter Margaritas, and I want to start by thanking you for taking time to listen to this podcast. I greatly appreciate you as an audience member. I'm an author, speaker, educator, trainer, and founder and self-proclaimed chief edutainment officer of my company, The Accidental Accountants. I started this podcast to share with you the impact that the principles of improvisation can have on your business and in your daily life. Think of this as an applied approach to improvisation rather than a comedic approach. I will share with you how improvisation can infinitely improve your business's success by helping to strengthen rapport, trust, and loyalty with your employees, clients, customers, and colleagues. Just a bit on my background, I earned a Bachelor's in Business Administration from the University of Kentucky and a master's degree in accountancy from Case Western Reserve University. I am a CPA, but a non-practicing CPA, thus the name, The Accidental Accountant. I've worked for companies such as Price Waterhouse, Victoria's Secret Catalog, not as a model, but thank you for thinking that, Gap Inc. Direct, Barnett Bank, Citizen Southern National Bank, Franklin University, and The Ohio Dominican University, Now, that joke gets huge laughs in Columbus, Ohio. I'm also a member of the American Institute of CPAs, the Georgia Society of CPAs, the Ohio Society of CPAs, and the National Speakers Association. I'm a former member of the American Institute of CPAs Governing Council and past chair of the Executive Board of Directors of the Ohio Society of CPAs. With that said, my goal is to serve you my audience with impactful interviews with a variety of business and academic leaders so you can begin to embrace the power of improvisation and to use it as a superpower in your business and daily life. I know firsthand that improv is more than just laughs. It's a valuable training tool that can make anyone a more effective business professional. It's not slapstick. Improvisation is a better way to communicate. It's going with the flow adapting, adjusting to the unexpected, and adjusting to your audience. Now, I've been a student of improvisation for over 20 years. When I have applied the principles of improvisation, the positive impact it's had on my life has been amazing. See, I've had all this stuff swirling around in my head for so many years, and it was the great people at Advantage Media Group who were able to get this stuff out of my head and onto paper. And in April of 2015, my book, Improv is No Joke, Using Improvisation to Create Positive Results in Leadership and Life, was published. And it has made a bigger impact than I ever thought it would. You see, Improv is No Joke is a guide for anyone who wants to become a more effective leader. 
My book shows you improvisational techniques that can sharpen your creativity and develop the leadership skills needed to succeed and improve business results. Focusing on strategies such as replacing negative phrases and listening to understand will help you successfully relate and communicate with your clients and colleagues. You're probably thinking, what are the principles of improvisation? Well, everything begins with these two simple words, yes and, followed by respect, trust, support, listen, focus, and adapt. So let's start with yes and. Yes and is about agreement, but not about agreeing. In other words, set aside your agenda. Step into the other person's reality. Understand their reality and move the conversation forward in a positive direction, all the while knowing that no might be the end result. Think of it this way. How do you feel when someone responds to you using no, because, or yes, but? Do you feel deflated? uninspired, shoved aside, been given lip service. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Try using yes and. Stephen Colbert put it this way in his 2006 commencement address at Knox College. Yes and is a verb. To yes and, I yes and, you yes and, he, she, or it yes ands. See, it creates action, respect. You have to have respect for the other person and they have to have respect for you. As Denzel Washington said in the movie, Remember the Titans, if we don't come together right now on this hallowed ground, we too will be destroyed just like they were. I don't care if you like each other or not, but you will respect each other. And maybe, I don't know, maybe, will learn to play this game like men. Trust. You have to have trust in yourself and trust in your team, and your team has to have trust in you. Support. You must provide your team with all the resources necessary in order for them to be successful, and they must always support you as one of their teammates. Listen. This and focus are the two keys in moving forward. You must listen to understand, not listen to respond. You must park your agenda and listen to the wants and needs of the other person. That is listening to understand, or otherwise known as active listening. If you interrupt them while they are speaking and pounce back on your agenda when they're done, actually you are listening to respond. Focus. You must be focused and present. In improv, we call that being in the moment. You see, you can't be thinking of your next meeting or the phone call you just had or what you're supposed to pick up for dinner. When you do that, when you do that, you are multitasking. You are texting and driving. And please, stop it. Focus on the person and the conversation and get rid of all other distractions. Adapt. Now you're in the position to adapt or show your flexibility. 
You can adapt by asking another question, presenting an alternative idea, or you might figure out that your agenda is the right agenda. By keeping the conversation going in a positive way, you may have uncovered the potential brick walls and you can knock them down with the sledgehammer that you have, otherwise known as yes and. In my book, I write about my introduction to improvisation at the first improv workshop I took. You see, at that time, my life was very stressful. My marriage was a joke. (laughs) She divorced me. My bank account was a joke. It was overdrawn. My credit cards were a joke. Uh, You see, they were maxed out, and I was driving a joke of a car, an orange Chevy Chevette. So I thought, if my life's a joke, go with it. You see, I didn't fit in anywhere, and I thought I would fit in with comedy people. After all, I was already getting laughed at. Little did I know what a disaster that first time in the improv class would be. The first thing we were asked to do is introduce ourselves. Hi, my name is Janet, and I've headlined at the Gotham Comedy Club. Hi, my name is Craig, and I've played a lawyer on several episodes of Law & Order SVU. Um, Hi, hi, Uh, my name is Pete, and I'm a CPA. Craig shouted out. What show did you play that on? I said I didn't. I really am a CPA. And they all went, oh. They all looked at me with their heads tilted and made that Scooby-Doo voice. Nerd. I wanted them to like me. I wanted them to do comedy with me. They wanted me, all right. They wanted free tax advice. And then things got worse. My first scene with Craig, Craig was standing there pretending to cast his line and fish. He turned to me and said, what a great day to be fishing. And I replied, we aren't fishing. We're riding a horse in the Kentucky Derby. And the workshop teacher said, stop, Peter, CPA man. You just negated his reality. Craig said something and you went, no. You and Craig try the scene again. Once again, Craig stood there pretending to cast his line and fish. He turned to me and said, what a great day to be fishing. This time I replied, Craig, how can we be fishing when we're at the pool catching some rays? The teacher said, stop. You negated him again. Why don't you sit down, take a break, watch the others, and next week you can try it again. So I was sitting there watching the others thinking, I can do this. I know I can. I'm going to do something that these loosey-goosey left-wing liberal actors would never think about doing. Boycott Bill Maher? No, not that. But that's not a bad idea. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to master this by researching improvisational comedy and learning everything from the history to the application of improv. I'll read up on Steve Carell, Tina Fey, and John Belushi, and then I'll put all of that data into an Excel spreadsheet. Create a pivot table, sprinkle in a couple of V-lookups, then find the standard deviation of the individual functions that add up to see what makes them successful at improvisational comedy. So I show up that next week very confident. I have my data. I memorize famous routines from Steve, Tina, and John, and I figured out that they got 10 laughs per minute. So I divided that by 60 to get a 
0.1667 laugh per second. Then I consolidated all that data into my Excel spreadsheet and committed it to memory, just like when I was studying for the CPA exam. You see, now I'm ready to blow them away. I was called up to do a scene with Janet. Janet was slightly bent over with both hands going in circular motions. And she said, wow, it's going to take all day to wax this car. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm ready. I completely memorized Belushi's SNL sketches. And then I said, we aren't waxing a car. We're short order cooks at the Olympia restaurant in Chicago. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. No fries, chips, no Coke, Pepsi. No, 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 no. I tell you what, we're dressed up in black and yellow outfits with machine guns. We're the killer bees. And the teacher screamed, stop. Pete, you're negating again and you're not listening. I replied, I'm not negating. The teacher said, you just negated again. No, I didn't. Did what? Then the teacher told me to please try it again. But this time, coming to the scene without an agenda, without pushing my ideas onto someone else, come into the scene and listen and use just what the other person gives you and nothing else. Trust. Peter, CPA man, trust. Okay, I thought, I'll do it his way, and he'll see that it's not funny. You see, you know, I've done all the research. I have all the data. I have a spreadsheet. I know funny. Once again, Janet slightly bent over with both hands going in a circular motion, and she says, wow, it's going to take all day to wax this car. Then I said, Yes, and let me grab a towel and help you finish before it rains. She said, hey, let's have some fun and get into the rhythm like the movie The Karate Kid. And then I said, wax on. And she said, wax off. And went, wax on. And she said, wax off. Then we connected into this rhythm that became the dance of the wax on, wax off. And suddenly, I realized I'm not getting any laughs. We are. We are working together as a team. Wow. It worked. The teacher was standing off stage clapping, and so was the rest of the class. Then I got it. I got it. What I got was that listening and dropping my agenda was the key to connecting with another person. That success was not about me being successful. Success was about us. Now, I know this is much easier than it sounds. Heck, I've been doing this for a long time, and there are times that I even fall off the wagon. Yes, and I can recognize it more readily and make necessary adjustments quicker because I've created a habit. Aristotle once said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, it's not an act, it's a habit. Now, that's the reason I started this podcast and launching the Yes And Challenge. And I'm asking you to join me. Please go to my website, petermargaritas.com, click on the Yes And Challenge link, and provide your full name and email address. You will receive a welcome email 
an email each Monday afternoon with a quote of the week, my monthly e-newsletter, and articles that I've written to help strengthen the yes and habit. Like any challenge, it's easier to build new habits with a support group. So I invite you to post your experiences on Twitter using the hashtag YesAndChallenge or post it on the Accidental Accountant's Facebook page or both. You see, together we can create a support system to help us all create a longstanding, sustainable habit. So please join the Yes And Challenge. You know, even the best fall at times, and I fell very hard. This story is about me and my son, Stephen, when he was in elementary school. At the time, I was a professor of accounting with a very flexible schedule. Now, you see, Stephen's my only child. Well, the only child that I can claim on my taxes. And I wanted to be sure that he didn't make the same mistakes that I made when I was a child. So I started being very engaging with him. You see, I wanted to become super dad. I was going to be the one to help him with his homework. And it always went like this. Stephen, you need to read a book. Dad, I don't like to read. But you have to read. Dad, I don't want to read. But if you don't read, there's going to be no TV tonight. Dad, I really hate to read. Okay, let's try Let's try your math. Dad, I just don't like math and those story problems. But Stephen, sure you do. You do this in class. Do your homework. But Dad, I really don't want to do my math homework right now. I don't like to do those story problems. Can we just go play some basketball? But Stephen, if you don't finish your homework, there'll be no TV and no Xbox for the rest of the week. And there it was again. Yes, but you can't watch TV. Yes, but there'll be no Xbox. Yes, but you're grounded for the rest of the week. You know, all parents have superpowers. Sadly, we don't know how to use them at times. Things got so bad that every day after school, I felt I had to put on my armor because we were going to go to battle. Homework time became fight time every day. Stephen dug in. He wasn't going to do his homework, and I was using my superpowers in a negative way. You see, this went on for about three years until my wife and I decided to get help. We went to a psychologist who gave our son a series of tests, and I'll never forget the moment when we got the results. He said, Mr. and Mrs. Margaritas, your son Stephen has a moderately severe case of ADHD along with a reading disorder. I was completely speechless. Oh my God, what? ADHD this whole time? A reading disorder? And I was so overbearing and so short with him. He was giving me these clues along the way, and I just didn't recognize him. I didn't listen to understand. I was listening to respond. Although I wanted to show my son how much I cared, what I really did was try to control the situation. A far better way to show you care would have been to really just listen. Just as I learned in the improv class. Well, that changed everything. 
we began to listen to understand and not listen to respond. We found medication that helped him. We all changed. He became this person who wanted to go to school, that wanted to do his homework, that cared about his grades. And you know what? I became a better super dad. As the late Paul Harvey would say, now the rest of the story. If you don't know who Paul Harvey is, then just go to the library and look him up using the Dewey Decimal System. (laughs) Or just do what my son does. Google him. Now, I've lined up a wide variety of people for the Improv is No Joke podcast whose stories I think you'll enjoy. They include authors, academics, business leaders, CEOs, comedians, consultants, CPAs, engineers, entrepreneurs, human resource professionals, nutrition health coaches, and an array of other professionals. Each will provide nuggets of wisdom that you can use in your daily life to grow your business, your team, and your career. I hope you enjoy these podcasts, and I would greatly appreciate it if you'd leave an iTunes review. If you have any questions or you'd like to be interviewed for a future podcast, please email me at improvisnojoke at gmail.com. Please visit my website, petermargaritas.com, and go to amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com where you can purchase my book, Improv is No Joke, using improvisation to create positive results in leadership and life. Thank you again for taking time to listen to my podcast, and I hope to see you in episode one with my guest, Mr. Clark Price, former CEO of the Ohio Society of CPAs. I look forward to seeing you then. Bye now. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.